Welcome to the Echoes of Faith podcast on the Living Bible Hub Network. I am your host, Sherry T., and this is the best day of your life because God is in control. Our show today is Conversation with Cousins from a Christian Perspective, featuring Eddie J. and your host, Sherry T. Enjoy the show after a word from our sponsor. Eddie J., before we get into this next episode of Conversation with Cousins from a Christian Perspective, let our community know what you're doing during the week on Facebook. Every Monday at 10 a.m., I come on live via Facebook with Monday Morning Manor. Monday Morning Manor is just uh, a short devotional to kick off our week. At the beginning of 2023, we decree and declare that this year would be the year of breakthrough. And even in this last quarter, I'm believing God that breakthroughs will flow like never before if your life is in line with the way, will, and word of God. Hope to see you soon. God bless. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good evening. Y'all already know what's time it is. It is another Monday. It is a Monday session with what? Conversation with Cousins. Yes, my name is Sherry T and my cousin's name is? My name is Eddie J. And again, we are grateful and thankful for you uh, rocking with us as you have been these past 36 weeks. Uh, Again, this is episode 37. Uh, yeah, this is episode yeah. 37. Uh, so again, we are grateful for all of you who take the time, uh, who have been with us. Some of you have been with us from the beginning. Uh, some of you have come along along the journey. Again, we are grateful and thankful for you. Again, we want to ask that you continue to share this, that you continue to subscribe to this, uh, get the word out uh, that Conversations with Cousins is on. Uh, so again, get the word out. Again, we're dealing with different topics that you don't, you may not hear in your various churches. Uh, so again, we just want to encourage you to do that. Again, we've been in this series uh, entitled uh, "Generational Curses, Strongholds, Breaking Every mm-hmm. Chain." Uh, in previous episodes, we dealt with uh, breaking the chains of double-mindedness. Mm-hmm. Uh, we dealt with breaking the chains of rejection and then our in our last two episodes we dealt with breaking the chain of rebellion today we're going to deal with another one another heavy one today we want to talk about breaking the chains of lust and perversion breaking the chains of lust and perversion you've been with us for a little while uh, we dealt with this a little bit in our boundary series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we dealt with it a little bit, but this is such a a, a, a topic that it needs to be hit again mm-hmm. because so many people are bound uh, by this uh, lust and perversion. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many people that are bound uh, by this. Uh, so again, our foundational uh scripture that we're going to look at to kick us off is in first corinthians chapter six mm-hmm. uh, verses 18 to 20 but as i was studying and even as cousin was studying uh there's some scriptures above that 
yeah. uh, that we need to hit. But before we get in there, I just want to talk about uh, this, and then I'll give it to Cuz, and then we'll get into the text. Uh, the sex drive is one of the strongest appetites in the human body. Mm -hmm. And Satan desires to control and pervert it outside of the marital relationship in which it is blessed. Mm -hmm. uh, as a result, many believers struggle with lust, perversion, and various manifestation of sexual sin, including masturbation, mm -hmm. pornography, mm -hmm. and fornication. Mm -hmm. Sometimes spirits of lust and perversions are passed down through family lines. Lust spirit torments with shame, guilt, and condemnation. Uh, this robs believers of the confidence and the boldness that they should have as believers. Mm -hmm. The spirit of lust is pervasive in our day and age. It is a demonic substitute for true love. Uh -huh. Let me say that again. Uh, the spirit of love and perversion is a demonic substitute for true love. Uh, rejected people will seek out relationships and often get involved in sexual immorality at a young age. Uh, sexual lust spirits include adultery, fornication, boredom, idolatry, seduction, sexual impurity, perversion, homosexuality, les lesbianism, masturbation, pornography, incest, sodomy, and uncleanness. Mm -hmm. Lust not only is sexual, but, can, but also can manifest in materialism, overindulgence, mm -hmm. food addictions like gluttony and bulimia and uh, anorexia and all mm -hmm. other kind of things. Uh, lust can also time into drug and alcohol addictions, uh, addiction to shopping and clothing and so on and so on and so on. Mm -hmm. So this thing of um, a perversion and lust is deeper than just sexual. Yeah. It can go into many different ways. Go ahead, cuz. Wow, cuz, I mean, you start this thing off again in such a powerful way, bringing it to the forefront. Sexual, uh, the, 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 the topic itself, lust and perversion, we already know we live in a society where just about anything goes. Some days I think, are we, are, is Sodom and Gomorrah raising this ugly head already? Mm. Is, it, is, is it coming back and, and, and it's, it's almost like a cancer. When it comes back, it comes back, you know, with the, with, with the devil whammy to knock you out. That's what's going on because anything goes. And here you here you set set the stage to get us to look that this thing has so many legs to it. But at the end of the day, the root of lust and perversion go is 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 it? I mean, rejected people experience they 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 fall into sexual sin, food addiction, alcoholism. Anything and everything that the enemy can destroy your life with is being used from these two things, lust and perversion. And so therefore, let's begin to look at this in a deeper manner so that 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 many lives can be changed. 
by knowing the truth. Because when we know that when the when we know the truth, you can be set free. And so, and, and you said it a few weeks ago. Real freedom has boundaries. And so when we begin to look at this, we're looking at it in, in, in such a way that you you know what the boundaries are. The Holy Spirit is here to help you, to help you live a life outside of lust and perversion that you might know what, what true love really is. Yeah. That was powerful. When you said that, I, I just had to write it down and run I said, Lord, you're right, because there's always a void in all of us. And, you know, we all have a void. We have a need for something. And that need is the presence of the Holy Spirit. And when we don't fill it up with the word of God, this is what comes in, that demonic force. And he breeds through lust and perversion. Lust of any kind is too much of anything. So, so yeah. anyway, anyway, as we set this stage, and and because this is probably going to take us a couple of episodes, because yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you really, you, I mean, you really just come out the gate and you just you know hit the home run, you hit it right over, right, right, you know, four hundred and fifty feet out. We are going to go ahead and allow the Holy Spirit to unfold this thing. That when we get through with this particular topic, that people who are are bound by this are no longer bound, but they are set free. Back to you, Kelsey. Yeah, so again, our foundational scripture that we want to look at is in Second, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Initially, we were going to look at verses 18 to 20, but as I was studying and even as Cuz was studying, we saw some scriptures above that. And even since I've been talking, I saw even on the front end, I just need to let us know in uh, verses 9 through 11, it tells us, uh, it tells us, do you know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Mm. And, he said, and he says, do not be deceived. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes on with a list. And he said, neither fornicators or idolaters or adulterers or homosexuals or sodomite. All of those are connected to sexual sins. Yes. Then he goes on to say, neither drunk thieves or covenants or drunkards or revilers or extorters. He then it says, will inherit the kingdom of God. So if you are living in this way, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah. And then I like what verse 11 says. And he said, and such were some of you. So, he said, so don't turn up your noses on some people that is caught up in some of these situations because some of us were delivered from some of these same things. Amen. So again, I, I hate people. Uh, I ain't going to hate is a strong word, but I, I mm. dislike people uh, when they have convenient amnesia. Mm, what'd you call that? So uh, when they have convenient amnesia, yeah. when they tend to forget uh, mm-hmm. that uh, just not that long ago, some of us were caught up in some of these same things, yes. but God delivered us. Amen. Uh, so again, we can't turn up our noses when people are caught up in situations mm-hmm. uh, because all of us at some point, we ain't all been saved our whole oh. life. Amen. 
Let me say it again. We all haven't been saved our own whole life. We mm -hmm. all have messed up. We all have missed the mark. We all have fallen short. And mm -hmm. I'm going to even say this, even since we've been saved. Amen. We and a lot of so times sad. people uh, want to look down on people in their sin mm -hmm. and fail to realize if it wasn't just for the grace of God, we Amen. still would be caught up in ours. Amen. Uh, so he says, uh, uh, I like that part when he says in verse 11, and such were some of you. But then he says, but you were washed. Mm -hmm. uh, you were sanctified and you were justified in the name mm -hmm. of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. Yes. If it wasn't for the grace of God, okay. all yes. of us were still being some of those predicaments. Yes. So yes. Again, we can't look down on people mm -mm. because they are caught up in situations mm -mm. because we don't know how they got caught up in some of those situations. Right. Some of them got caught up in it because a family member that they trusted did them wrong. Yes. And they and they uh, uh abused them. We don't we mm -hmm. don't know everybody's story. Yes. All of our yeah. stories is not the same. We can't compare right. people by our own lens of what we mm -hmm. went through. Mm -hmm. We don't know what people went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we gotta have a heart of compassion. Uh, 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 when 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 people are going through what they're going yeah. through, because we don't know what took them there, yes. but we do know whatever took them there, God is able to deliver them. Go ahead, cause. praise God. Cause I mean, you you said that you know that the whole time you were talking, I was thinking, Lord, you know what? But you know what? When you give us a spirit of compassion, because that's what we have to have, because we have been delivered. We we all we've all have born in the sin. We've all fallen short and sinned. So, so we must have compassion on those that we know are still caught up in the foolishness of the devil. It's the foolishness of the devil because at the root of that, it's the devil that's only trying to destroy their lives. But when we have compassion, we're able to minister in such a way that will help them come out. Because when somebody knows that you, you know what, your story sounds like mine. And if God did that for you, surely he can do that for me. Yeah. See, it's the testimony. Our testimony is what sheds light on the darkness and gives them hope to say, look, you know what? I'm tired. Because you know, at the end of the day, all all of us became tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired of the nonsense mm -hmm. we was going through. And we had to cry out to a guy like, Lord, if you real help me, deliver me. And the Lord in his sovereignty, like you said, his grace. If it had not been for the grace of God, where would we all be? We would be lost, eternally lost. But now we can live this thing in freedom and still have life more abundantly and in the life to come. It, it, it don't get no better than that. The, 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 the writer, again, just like you, exposes the darkness and says, look, these things will not, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. And you know what? The kingdom of God lives in all of us, but you won't inherit. Now, you know what? I want my inheritance. I want anything that God says that, that is rightfully mine. I want it. So yes. let me go ahead and get bring, bring myself to a place of repentance. Lord, forgive me. Help me. Heal me. That I can inherit the kingdom of God. Walk in his promises. Because one thing I know about principles and promises, they're good for anyone, anywhere, anytime, any day. They will always work. But it's going to take us to do the work, each of us, 
in our individual lives and in our individual journeys have to be willing to do the work. It does not happen overnight. Being being set free of these of, of these strongholds may not come just like that. May it yeah. won't come just like that. It is a process because yeah. God is doing an internal work. And that internal work begins with the condition of your heart. Yeah. And he has to begin to uh, uh, expose the darkness. And, and you're going to get put in situations. You're going to get put in situations where that enemy is going to tempt you. But when the enemy comes, that, like, no, I'm not falling for that foolishness no more. Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down the path of righteousness. And God is more for us than he is against us. The Holy Spirit is here to help us. He is the paraclete. He walks alongside us. But it's we have to do the work. We have to come to him in a spirit of humility and allow the compassion, the heart of compassion, to be fulfilled in us that we might be able to what? Bring others along, that they might have the fullness of joy and in their inheritance of the kingdom. Back to you, guys. The one thing don't mess with this, but I got to go back to it. Yeah. Uh, he said, and such was some of you. Yes. But then he said, you were washed. Washed. Cool. In other words, we were washed clean from sin by the mercy of God. Yeah. He said, you were sanctified. Yeah. And sanctified simply means we were set apart away from the world unto God by the by the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Yeah. By God's word. Yeah. By faith in Jesus and yes. by the Holy Spirit. Woo. And then he says, you were justified. Preach that. Uh, uh, in other words, he says, uh, uh, we were declared just by the court of God, not merely not guilty, uh, but declared just before him. In other words, mm. we were declared innocent, although we were guilty. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. When we think about that, that should keep us from having the uh, the big head or our nose stuck up on people because of what Jesus done for us. Amen. And one Amen. thing about it, uh, if he did it for us, yes, he could do it for others. Yes. The same people that we see that are bound in these uh, things that we're talking about today, this lust and perversion, uh -huh. if God deliver others out of this, he yeah. can deliver them too. Yes. It's up to us to get the word to them and continue to pray on their behalf until they come to the saving knowledge on their own. Yes. It's not for us to talk about them. Uh. And I hate to say this, even in the body of Christ, uh, we are talking about people when they're in their stuff yeah. uh, and like we haven't been there. Right. We forget that amnesia you talk about. We have convenient amnesia. <laughs> right. We forget yeah. that just that not that long ago we were too yes. just like them. Mm -hmm. And when you realize we were similarly we were similarly just like them not that long ago, that should give you a be able to look at, at them in compassion or look at them in a different light. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I said, if it wasn't but for the grace of God, yes, we too would still be in our in our mess. Yeah, yeah. Praise God. If it Thank wasn't God. for the grace of God. 
Amen. So again, uh, I, I know that's not where where we were going when we started out. To, telling you this is not where we were going, but I think we needed to say that yeah. on the front end. Yes. Of this topic dealing with uh, aversion and lust, yeah. we needed we needed to say, hey, there, it's been some people that's in the body of Christ now who's been delivered from that. From that. So yes. We can't look down on people. Yes. We have to have a heart of compassion. Yeah. Uh, not just those, but whatever, whatever somebody is bound in, mm -hmm. we have to be compassionate mm -hmm. because we don't know what took them there. Right. We don't know their story. Right. So true. It, it, sometimes we want to compare people through our lens mm -hmm. instead of the lens, lens of Christ. And when we look at people through the lens of Christ, yes. then we will have compassion yes. for what people are dealing with. So yeah. again, that this is not even what we were planning to go through. Yeah. But again, I think that needed to be said yeah. on the front end. Yeah. But then yeah. it takes it it, it it this whole uh first Corinthians chapter six really deals with. It really gives us the uh, what we need to deal with. Uh, verse 15 says, let me get there. Now, let me go to 13. Now, let me go to 12. Well, right, right, right. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah. uh, and it says, again, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. Mm -hmm. All things are lawful for me, mm -hmm. but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Uh -huh. Food for the stomach and stomach for the foods, but God will destroy both of it, both of it and them. Uh -huh. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and Thanks. the Lord for the body. Uh -huh. God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lets us know that our body is for the Lord. Amen. Let me say that again. He lets us know right here. Uh, he said the stomach, all that stuff, he's going to destroy it. He basically said he's going to destroy this physical body. Yes. So when you eat and all of that stuff, that really don't matter. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he says sexual immorality is 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 against the law. Yes. He says the body is not for sexual immorality before the Lord. So again, yes. he's letting us know that our body belongs to the Lord. Uh -huh. And then he lets us know that God is going to God is, is the God both raised up the Lord, mm -hmm. and if we live in Him, He's yes. going to raise us, raise up, us up again. Yeah, yes, yes. And our bodies have to be right. Yes, yes. So yeah. He's telling us basically, sexual immorality is not a part of our journey. Yes. Not a part ahead, of our ahead, DNA. Ahead, yeah, ahead, sexual immorality is not a part of our DNA. It, it's 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 what I would say. It's straight from the pits of hell, if I can say. It's it's, it's demonic. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because that that's what the enemy does. He he perverts everything that is good. And so when so 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 when he says our bodies belong to the Lord, they really do. Because see, in the beginning, God created, he formed man and breathed into the breath. So we are God's property. So what he's telling us, you know, light and dark still don't mix. So we can look at this as light and dark. Light and dark ain't gonna mix. So surrender when act and when I say surrender, I'm 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 not I, I, I'm saying it as you know what? Sub, sub, submit yourself to God. Just submit yourself to the Lord. Because the body belongs to him. And like he said in it, food for food, the stomach for the food is all that'll be destroyed. That is really irrelevant. But the Holy Spirit needs a place to reside in the earth. The Holy Spirit. That's why he says our bodies belong to the Lord. See, spiritual weakness is looking for a body. Mm. They can't do a whole lot without a body. And God is saying, but your body belongs to me. And if your body belongs to me, I will dwell with you and you will dwell with me forever. And the kingdom of heaven is where? On the inside. The kingdom yeah. of heaven is within you. That's what he's saying. If 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 we, when we come when we come before the Lord with repentance and the Lord and we say Lord I'm gonna I'm giving my life to you I'm I'm giving this body back to you so so we can walk together in the cool of the day I'm going all the way back to Genesis we can walk together in the cool of the day He says I'm gonna be within you I am going to put right my words upon your heart and in your mind. Because that's all that's that that that's who God is. He wants to walk closely with us. So 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 the writer does not waste any time. He gets right to the point. He gets all the all the foolishness out the way and says, This is what's going to happen when when we when when our when we know our bodies belong to the Lord and we begin to walk in his righteousness, because he is what makes us righteous. And he makes us righteous through the power of his word. And in that day, he's going to raise us up just like he did Jesus. Yeah. Because this, this this body, gonna, we're going we're gonna to lay it down and, and, and it's going to become dust. It pretty much is destroyed. It's going to go back to the same form that it started out of dust. So when we so when we realize that this passage for me right now really expresses the love that the, the love that God has for his creation. Yeah. He this is this is this is deep love here because he said, I'm gonna you can be delivered. We were washed, and when you went back and explained those three things, we, we were washed, sanctified, and justified. That was it. I was done. I was like, Well, yeah. this tells the story right here. How deep is your love towards us? Mm. How deep is it to cleanse yeah. us from all unrighteousness that we might be sanctified and justified before you? Yeah, because we and our death was written on our we had humanity had death right stamp engraved in it. It was we were done, and he sent his only begotten son to 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 reckon our sins on a on an old rugged cross. Reckoned our sins right here, and he says, "No, you been so we need to always remember that." We, we we cannot have this bougie mentality like we're better than somebody else because we all were what? Sinners. Yeah. In need of a savior. Yes. Yeah. 
And for some of us, it came early. Mm. And for many of us, it comes late in life. We had yeah. to go through that school of hard knocks, get our heads bumped around like this ain't working. It's got to be something better and start crying out to Jesus. Yeah. But the reason why we start crying out to Jesus is probably because we have some parents and some grandparents that knew how to hit their knees and said, Lord, as far as me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And when they when when when, when that thing is written back there, you know, because in, in Joshua, he's talking about generations to come. Put that stamp, put the seal of, of life upon of, of, upon my family right now. That no matter what they go to, go through, we turn this thing around. Because at the end of the day, all of us are prodigal sons in some way or another. Yeah. And but then when we come to our senses and we cry out to a God, his mercy is seen in our lives. Yeah. And he teaches us how to walk with him in righteousness that we might begin to show others the way. So, yeah. now, so don't so, so don't have that bougie mindset because you all you got to do is remember it ain't going to take you long to because one thing I know, the brain don't forget nothing. So right. it's always a challenge to say, no, I ain't going that way. But what I do know is that God's grace was sufficient and I'm walking in his mercy and his love. Back to you, Kels. Uh, so we we just our whole assignment is to set people free. Mm -hmm. uh, so you no longer have to be bound by lust and perversion. Uh, you can be set free. So again, again, in the next couple of episodes, we'll talk about Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, we'll talk about Samson and Delilah. We'll talk about how David was caught up. We'll talk about Amnon and Solomon and, and even others. Uh, we'll talk about how they were caught up in their situations. So that will help you and prevent you mm -hmm. from being caught up or help you to get out of your mm -hmm. current situation. So again, that's the goal uh, of this is setting the captives free. Mm -hmm. So Father, in the Jesus, we thank you again for allowing us uh, to come together on another episode of Conversation with Cousins. Uh, we pray, God, that those who have watched or listened to this uh, if they are caught in the chains of lust uh, and perversion, uh, we pray right now that they are set free uh, in the name of Jesus. Come out from among lust and perversion. You don't no longer have to stay there. Uh, whom the Son has set free is free indeed. So you are free to walk out of that situation. So we are claiming it. Uh, right now, in the name of Jesus, that those who watch this or listen to this are no longer bound, but they are set free because Jesus has set them free. So, Lord, we thank you for freedom Amen. in you. Uh, in Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen again. Amen, amen. Thank you for listening to the Echoes of Faith podcast on the Living Bible Hub Network. Partner with us. Like, subscribe, support. Visit our website, livingbiblehub.com. Until next time, peace, love, and blessing.